Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the afternoon edition of uh, Ausbiz. We kick it off with the call. 60 minutes where we go through 10 stocks suggested by you. Uh, I put them to an expert panel and we kick off on Mondays. We traditionally do with two of our favourites and they're here in the flesh. <laughs> Ba-boom, warm bodies in the studio. <laughs> Gaurav Sodi from Intelligent Investor. Gaurav, welcome David, back. Great to be here and warm bodies, I like it, not a cold <laughs> heart. <laughs> well, that will depend. We might see Testing. the cold heart come out as we go through some of the stocks. Maiden Solomon Darren from Deep Data Analytics. Maiden, welcome in. Nice to be here. Uh, in, into the city. Um, it's good. The guys have just been saying they've put on their good shoes and long pants. <laughs> long and pants good. And, and a college, first time I've worn a college shirt, I'd say for months. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to show, actually iron one to oh, get yeah. out of the house so I'll better find something to match up. Uh, it's funny. All right, uh, let's get stuck into it because we always run out of time with these two because we've got so much to talk about. Um, and uh, stock of the day, um, I thought we'd take a look at Ordinate because I remember back to uh, where we ran the series, um, stocks that could change your life. Mm. And uh, one Gaurav Sodhi had Ordinate mm. as, as his suggestion. Mm. Uh, of course, a market darling, but it's seen a bit of a pullback of late off the back of its quarterlies. Management warning the component shortages, the chip shortages, are expected to impact its second half performance. So I thought to myself, hmm. Gaurav Amathan in the studio today, a pullback in Ordinate, is this a time to get in? Gaurav. Yeah, look, these are the sort of conditions you hope for as a long-term investor. What ideally you want is you want a wonderful business with a wonderful future that has a short-term blip that the market um, exaggerates into a permanent state of decline. Yep. And I don't think that's quite happened with Ordinate. The, the fall has been relatively minor when you can put in the context yeah. of the annual gain. So what is it down from 11.50 to high nine? Yeah, is, yeah. Is that, yeah. And I think a year ago, uh, I'm sure we bought somewhere around $4. We first right. bought some in the $2 range. Right. Um, I didn't catch on until I think it was, it was well over $4 before I, I think I bought some. But, um, but look, okay, it's, it's so gone up. On that chart there, it's down, what, 20%? Yeah. So it's, it's a healthy pullback. Yeah. And I think that's understandable. I don't mm. think this is a case of, of the market getting irrational. I mean, there was, it was genuinely bad news that came out in the quarterly. Now, Ordinates, we should explain, first of all, that Ordinate, of course, um, owns the, um, operates the Dante Protocol, which is a combination of, of hardware and software that allows speakers, amplifiers, AV kit to talk to one another. Yep. And it's a, it's a network business because um, if every um, supplier uses the same chip, every bit of kit can talk to one another. Yep. And that's what you want, uh, yep. essentially. So it, this does tend to be a winners-take-all market, and so far these guys have about 80% market share. 
um, of the new piece of equipment coming up, the new um, the market share, the marginal market share is well over ninety percent. I think it's safe to say they've got this market sewn up. Yeah. The competitive um, drive is done. It's now yeah. really about the monetization. There was a chart drive. in the Financial Review today. It's in the Financial that, Review. Wow. Yeah, yeah. They made that, it big time. That <laughs> showed the market share mm, yes. of Ordinate yeah. against its four biggest competitors. It's up here. Yeah. And they're just all bubbling along the bottom yeah. over the last five years. Yeah. Uh, the competitive war is over. Yeah. Uh, so um, it's really now about monetization. And if you're patient, I, I think. This is a business that should be worth billions of dollars in the yep. future. I mean, we've, yep. we've run some numbers on this and it can, we, we potentially get, you know, if everything goes great in, in 10 years, this could be $50 a share. Right. Um, and if everything goes um, not so great, I think your downside, um, the, our guys calculated about $2 a share or so. So okay. those sort of odds look very attractive. Right. Um, and I still think they look attractive today because um, the competitive forces haven't changed. We're talking about a very short term uh, um, supply disruption, which yep. if you're looking forward any number of years will likely be sorted out. It doesn't impact the um, competitive dynamics in the industry, doesn't change the long term story. I, I think this is exactly what um, longer term investors ought to be looking for as, an, yep. as a sort of entry. Now, um, we've officially got it as a hold, but look, I think if, if anyone is a genuine long term investor, this is a, a, a nice time to accumulate. Yep. Nathan? Yeah, it's kind of, you know, you come back, you want to have a go, but, uh, have a go. <laughs> but look, unfortunately, ordinary is not. You want to take him on yeah, with the first know, stock, you know, right. Throw the pot at it. Uh, but look, ordinary is a high quality business. Um, mm. There's no doubt. Uh, the market knows that. They've executed through, through a tough macro. Um, management's well regarded. So, you know, you get the ticks everywhere. Mm. It's a platform tech. And that's what we, we look for in a technology stock is what's a platform stock? Because it can... Dominate the space. Once it's got the space, then the add-on growth stories then come on top of that. Mm -hmm. That's yep. where the, the big play is. And Ordinate is very good at that. I mean, I, I you know, I suppose right now, if you look at it, Altium and Ordinate are probably the two big platform techs for me yep. uh, that are executing well and have a pretty good runway. So you can have a look at what happened through Altium to see what potentially could play out for Ordinate. Yep. So Graves right. I mean, this could be uh, potentially a $30, $40 stock. Yep. Um, I don't discount that, uh, but uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, I guess we come from a different style, and that's yeah, that's yeah. the beauty of it. Um, mm. Now, Altium again, we got out of all the techs middle of last year, not because there's anything wrong with Altium. It's just priced for too much, right. and it's the same thing with Ordinate. Mm. It was priced for too much. Now it's come back. It'll grind back, and the macro will improve, and then it'll start to run. They'll have more products, and that will get the growth story going. It'll take a bit of time. Now, I think when you get around nine, ten dollars at the current where, where they are in the cycle, that's I think around the fair value. So where it is now, it's you're getting a bit of a discount. It is a high quality business, but again, everything has a but. What's happening in techs matter, mm. and chip shortage, it's going to take longer than what most people think because the chip shortage is hitting everything. Mm. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it'll hit them. So the, cars, exactly. So all of these things, like most of the. Um, the cycles I'm looking at in the cars, it's going to play well into the back end of next year. So these things could drag even longer. I'm not saying just because of that you sell this stock, but I think when those kind of thematics play out, you might get it a bit cheaper. But this right. is a high quality business. So you know, if you're buying $10 worth of stock, I'd buy three or $4 now, yep. see what happens in a couple of months. And I think over the next two to three months, a lot of macro is going to clean out. 
So you might get it a bit cheaper, you might get it a bit more expensive, that's okay. So you buy 30, 40%, you buy another 30, 40% in a month or so, you spread that over the next yep. three months, I think you buy this is a high quality business. This is un unusually yeah. sage advice from, from Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I think the greater risk is actually not being, in, look, I don't want to sound yeah. like some unhinged bull, but, yeah. um, but often quibbling over a few cents is, if, if you found an idea that, that, that works, um, you know, that, that you think is going to make money of the long term, yeah. Then, then sitting here on, on day dot quibbling over a few cents yeah. is actually yeah. um, a mistake. And I've done that a lot yeah. in my career and oh, it's always been a mistake. That's one of those foundation uh, and, stocks. And I think it's, um, it'll be a mistake today. So okay. I, I agree there's a good chance it goes lower again, but, but buying in, in, in tranches yeah. is exactly the way to go. I think buying yeah. 30%, 40% over mm. two to three months, yeah. it's, you get both sides. If it runs, then you buy more, but because you're averaging down your, you know, sure. your price, then you're okay. You feel you've got the buffer. And it's, the investment is about having that buffer. Once you make that buffer of return, mm. then you feel so much more confident and you're willing to hold it the long term. So it's entry is important. All right. Let's get into our stocks. Mate, that Don wants a view on advanced human imaging. I've sort of seen this before. It um, says it's got a proprietary image capture and dimension technology that enables you to check, track, and um, assess accurately the dimensions and vital signs of your body using a smartphone. And they've just done a pilot with Discovery Vitality in uh, in South Africa uh, yeah. to see how well it works. Look, there's a lot of stocks that I have never seen before. Mm. Yeah. There's a few I really don't want to see again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the good thing was it made me have to go read up and have a look. Yeah. Oh look, they're doing body scan phase, derma, um, AI added for skeleton and um, even blood added for chronic disease. So there's a lot of areas they cover. Um, again, um, then this is these are the things where monetizing is the game here. You've got a cool thematic. You've got the tech to do it. Now, can you execute? Obviously, this is hasn't. I mean, the share price is telling you it's struggling. Yeah. Um, and you look at the cash burn. Uh, they'll probably need to raise money. Uh, that would be my mm -hmm. big worry in the shorter term. So. I wouldn't jump in. I would wait for the cap raising. When the cap raising happens, then I would take a buy, see how they execute. Again, this is kind of like the biotech play. Yeah. You need to play three or four. You can't just throw a big money holding in one place. You want to play three or four, and you play. You know, I like the the, the twenty to thirty percent to see how they execute. If they disappoint, you get out. If they execute, then you add on through time because this is early stage. There's, they're gonna burn cash for a while to prove all these things and monetize. So, but it's, look, in the world we are in, this is an interesting space. And if they can execute, and I don't know management, but if they can execute, this is actually a pretty interesting area. And I think healthcare is going to play substantially big over the next decade and different areas with technology. And I don't know which one's gonna be the winner. This is one of those areas where I think it could be delivering certain solutions. So. I want, I want to keep an eye on it. Again, this one will definitely be on my watch list. Um, and I, I'd say if, when they do the cap raising, I would take a small bite at it. Okay. Well, after a bumpy start, um, I'm comfortable <laughs> to say that we're back where we might be. <laughs> and that's vigorously disagreeing. With, right. <laughs> because I have no interest in this stock whatsoever. Um, and, jeez, oh, let's go through it. All right. Um, well, it, it changed its name from My Physique. My Physique has been around for about eight years. And in eight years' time, so this is this is a, a mobile app. Yeah. Um, you know, they can dress it up as much as they want, and they do dress it up. There is yeah. this is a heavily promoted 
um, heavily marketed stock with other companies' logos all over its presentations, which is always a warning sign, by the way. If you find a business and they just plaster other companies' logos everywhere, um, tick that box as a red flag. Um, so the name change is also, for me, um, an unnecessary name change is always a bit of a warning sign as well. Now, none of these things individually is a reason to avoid the stock, but once you start collecting all these little little red flags, it really makes you wonder about the, the story. Um, and um, it is a mobile app that uses the camera on your phone to, um, to come up with all these health statistics. And, and that, that's actually a very useful function, but it's yeah. an easy to replicate function. There's no, right. nothing really special going on here. It's a, it's a, it's a piece of software um, that is distributed through the, um, through the App Store. And there are lots of clever oh. pieces of software distributed through the App Store. There's no distribution advantage. I would argue there's very little um, technical advantage. Um, they've had eight years in business and haven't made a dollar in revenue. For me, that's already a strike. In revenue? They don't make any revenue. There's constant oh. cap raisings. Yeah, there's a gray one. I they did make some revenue before, okay. but then it's kind of disappeared. It's so disappeared. That's, that's yeah, always yeah. a worry. Mm. And, right. and that's again, okay. that's what I mean. Yeah. I thought you were going to say made no profits. No, no, no. Oh, no. Well, that's not right. Oh, yeah, no, that, that's well, okay. okay. Made no yeah. revenue. Yes, correct. Yeah. Yeah, okay. let's not get to profit. That's yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they're trying to list. This is a tiny business, and they're yes. trying to list in the US. Yes. I just think that's also uh, the, yeah, a strange thing to do. The packaging of what's happening with the US. You, when you do that, usually, sorry, mm. jumping, but usually no, no, when ahead. you do yeah. that in strength, mm. yeah. when you're thematic yes, and you want to go in there, yeah. what worried me is the fact yeah. that they're going in there in weakness, yes, the share right. prices come off, the market doesn't really buying into it. Yeah. And that's partly, I don't know if that is because of the cap raising, because right. everyone can smell that there's a cap raising mm. coming. and. You know, being an ex-broker, um, there's a pump coming in the stock, yes, right? right. There's a there's a, <laughs> yes. It's a pump and dump, right? So the, yeah, yeah. the broker will yeah. pump it. So, mm. the, so the the trick here is, if you um, get in on the listing, you're going to get the uh, the raising, you're going to get the discount, and you'll get the pump story. Now, the, that's your buffer. Then, if they execute after that, that's where the risk is. If they don't execute, flip and move. That's mm. one of the things okay. in this sector you've got to be able to do, because, you know, I lost money in stocks in the biotech sector for decades. If you believe the marketing <laughs> pitch, you can be sitting there taking filleted every day. Yeah, yeah. Right? Okay. The, the, the big thing is, mm. you've got to know that there's a price where you go, the market doesn't believe the story, I'm out, I'm on the next one. Right. And you've got to put yourself okay. in Okay, and that could be it. All right, let's move on. Um, mm. uh, Gaurav, David wants a view on Regal Investment Fund. Mm. David says, it's just raised capital. I noticed share price has fallen more in line with its NTA. Mm. Uh, David likes the management of performance uh, and it will provide exposure to some high, uh, some quality high growth names like ABB and Life360. Of course, in listed investment trust um, performed pretty well. Only listed June 2019, done okay in booming markets yeah. uh, and has just raised $200 million. Yeah, it's done okay in, in booming markets. Um, it's, it's, it's done better than okay. I think the performance has actually been quite good. Um, but We've got to really be careful about assessing short-term performance. There are conditions under which um, certain strategies look really good, and once those conditions change, the performance of those strategies will also change. Right. So we really want a longer, longer track record to judge performance. So I'm not going to tick that performance box yet, but the strategy appears to be one that chases alternative investments. And that, that for me, this, this concerns me a little bit because 
It's not a fund manager sitting there trying to generate the highest possible return, um, you know, using a, a specific style, a specific worldview, or a specific method. Someone has sat down at Regal and thought, right, there's a box in most financial planners and asset managers that has alternative investments. Let's create a yeah. product so that they can tick that box. Yeah. And that's where it seems to me, this is a wonderful fee machine for Regal. And if one thing Regal are good at, it is fees. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I would not invest in this. Look, right. I don't think alternative investments is a, that, that someone's made that up as a asset class. It's not an asset class. It, it's just other stuff that's harder to buy. They can charge more money for. Um, you know, you don't need to be here. You don't get extra points for complexity in this game. Stick to something simple, and I'd avoid this. Yeah, he's come out angry. <laughs> <laughs> so no. we, we, no. we got, got, got to the cold yeah, body. He's out swinging. Um, look, but, oh, look, he's right. Mm. Uh, I don't disagree. Um, I mean, Regal is, they're good at getting good returns for themselves. Uh, but I don't mind mm. them. In, in a tough market, I want guys who are cutthroat, willing to cut positions, willing to move, make changes. I'm okay with that. Alternative investment, yeah, it's good marketing. Um, you know, it's, it's a, lot, a lot of thematics that I find now, great marketing. Mm. Um, will it be tested through time? It's going to be interesting. I think the next 12 months um, is going to be tough for a lot of people because everyone's expectations yeah. are high of the market. It, let's put it this way. Where the market, overall market is trading on multiples around the world, if you look at 10 years out, it's very hard to see good returns mm. over the next decade. Mm. There's going to be a period where you're going to get really, really bad returns for a couple of years, and then you'll recover. So if you're thinking long term and you want to put a money with someone, you've got to have the view that they're going to write it down and then come back out of it. And I don't mind Regal in that context, but it's, it's one of those things where I always like funds after they're belted. Mm because they're motivated to get it back up and running because mm -hmm. they need to earn our performance mm -hmm. fee. So I don't pick stocks at the top of the market going and buying fundies. I stay away from them. When it's belted, then I'm all for fund managers right. because they will slice and dice and work hard to get the performance up and running because high watermark, they need to catch up to get the performance fee. I love self-interest. There's nothing <laughs> proved, you know, returns like self-interest. So it is one where I do like them, but this is not the cycle to jump into fundies. Right. I would wait when, 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 when and if the market gets hit hard, go buy every fund manager okay. out there. All right. Okay. Thank you for that. Uh, Chris wants a view on Paladin. Um, thank you, Chris. I love it when he, um, you single out our, our panels, which is great. Uh, Chris says, I'd love it if Nathan and Gaurav could uh, cover Paladin spot asset management and its physical uranium trust seem to be tightening supply. Nuclear power could also become a very viable alternative in a time where ESG is on the agenda. Could this be Gaurav's next Whitehaven coal? <laughs> Asked Chris. Um, of course, mm. Paladin, uranium producer and explorer, interest mm. in Australia, Canada and Africa and a big mine in Namibia. Yeah, so we, we get asked about Paladin a lot. And um, this was actually the only stock I knew on the entire list. This is the, right. I've done this show a lot. It's the first time I've had to bring out notes because I don't know any of the other stocks. Is this your new Whitehaven? No, this is not Whitehaven. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think no. this was going to get anywhere near the football field. Yeah, no, no. Look, um, Whitehaven was so attractive because it's got a long history of making lots and lots of money 
um, in lots of different conditions. When coal prices are up and when coal prices are down, it's got established yep. uh, buyers, it's got a liquid market, it's got a history of operating um, profits, a history of dividends. There is, there is so that you cannot, I mean, I would not even put these two in the same basket. Paladin, look, I know it has, uh, it, it's a uranium producer, well, currently on ice, but almost a uranium producer with an interesting deposit that has been in operation in the past. It's got good geography. Namibia, you might think Namibia is somewhere in the middle of Africa, but it's actually one of the best jurisdictions for mining uranium. Ah. Uranium, you have to be very selective about where you mine. There's only a handful of places where it's safe to mine. Namibia, Canada, and maybe South Australia is probably the best bets for um, for um, uranium. So, look, the jurisdiction is fine. The asset's just okay. Right. I, I've, when you look back at the history of this company, um, for the last 20 years, it's made losses. It hasn't generated, it's free, generated free cash flow once in 20 years. Now, for 10 years, uranium prices have been pretty weak, but there was a time where they were very buoyant, and this business still couldn't generate free cash flow consistently um, during that period. And I think that's right. a real concern. The reporting is is misleading at best. Right. They, they report costs on a, on a cash basis, which is just, I mean, that's dicey, guys. Um, they're reporting $30 cash cost. You can easily double that. Um, and that's the true cost. And I, and I wish they would report that, which they don't. Right. Um, management is new, and, and I'm glad they're new because old management was terrible. Um, it's, this, is, this is a business with a bad track record. Mm. I think with a poor quality mine um, with, um, you know, they have not given a, a clear identification of costs. The good thing about them is that they're big, they're liquid, and they're exposed to uranium. So if all you want to do is trade uranium, you, this stock would tick that box. Right. But this is certainly not a white haven. This is not, I don't think this is going to make um, much money. It, it needs at least $70, $80 spot prices. And um, Spot prices are not that important anyway. Okay. It needs to sign contracts at $70, $80. Until I see that, um, I, I won't be buying it. Yeah, um, uranium market is hard to digest um, because people talk about spot prices like, you know, you're just not going to go and buy spot prices. No, it's not iron yeah. ore yeah, or, it's, or, it's or a, copper. You're not going to yeah. suddenly go and bang it up. Uh, and people talk about building new nuclear plants. I mean, mm. on average, it's about 20 years to build one. Yeah. Um, and even if you build a mini one, it's in 10 to 15 years. So. Yes, there might be new coming in. It'll take a long time. The great thing about uranium is nuclear power is everyone would want one, but not in their backyard. <laughs> so I'm happy to have the bomb, but not here. So put it on next person's backyard. So the problem with that is you always get into this problem of where do you do it? And you then say you're happy to have the bomb, but not... Well, that's the risk, right? But that's the, that's the risk. Put that on the t-shirt and yeah. sell it. But, well, but that's the risk that people mm. look at. Um, oh yeah, yeah and, and that's the problem. Yeah, and technology I, I has moved think, on a bit. Yeah, further, uh, yeah, it? but I, I think that newer ones are much better, yes. and the risks are much lower. But the thing is, nobody wants to do it. Everyone talks about yeah. it. Mm. There's no one willing to go through that space. So, and it's because it's such a huge runway uh, to build one and get it up and running. I think the supply demand. It's hard to see how that works. Mm. Now, Sprott has created a fund which is squeezes the supply in the yeah. shorter term, yeah. so yeah. you're getting the spot price and you're playing. It's the great commodity for retail punting. So you right. play the uh, the punt, mm. uh, when the momentum runs out, you get out. Right. Now, we played this one, the one that we liked was Silex, because you yes, play the right. uranium technology Correct. and you play mm. the quantum computing chip side. So you get two ponies mm -hmm. to ride it. So your risk is diversified and you've got both of them. So Silex is probably the better way to play it, if you believe in that, because it gives you a bit more diversification. Uh, Paladin, you know, Greg's right, the track record is abysmal. 
Um, so you are playing in a sector which doesn't do well. It's a tough sector. Um, people talk about it, but nothing ever gets done. Okay. Um, so you just got to be mindful of the momentum. When okay. the momentum turns, sell and go down. I, I tell right. you what, people often forget that um, uh, the biggest deposit of uranium is actually um, in South Australia, yeah, controlled Olympic by Dam. BHP, Olympic yeah. Dam. 25% of the world's uranium is in that one deposit. All yeah, they have to do, I mean, BHP is looking at ways to redevelop that thing. Yeah. If they decide to really boost production, um, the uranium market will just be flooded. That's why I'm always cautious about uranium because Olympic Dang is sitting there like OPEC threatening to flood the market yeah. with capacity. And they can do it overnight almost. Well, it's a complex well, ore body, but they yeah, can do yeah, it very yeah. quickly. Yeah. And they have the funds to do it. If they have the incentive to do it, they will do it. If, yeah. the, market, yeah. if, if the market is good and long-term, expect the big boys to get involved. Yeah. That's your clear sign. Okay. And they're sitting on big deposits. Yeah. Uh, Bruno wants a view on Rhythm Biosciences. I'd never mm. heard of this. Yeah, Bruno has identified <laughs> the two of you as mm. wanting his op your opinion on it. Uh, the colorectal test, says Bruno, seems to be a, like a no-brainer. Um, it has a developing uh, a blood test for the early de detection of colorectal cancer, and they reckon it's going through clinical trials. The share price up 500% in 12 months. Yeah. Uh, um, look, massive. again, it's, it's a biotech, high risk. Um, but 18 it's, cents to $1.55. It, it's, yeah. it's actually, you know, the numbers were relatively interesting. I mean, the whole cancer diagnostic area is, it's, it's, a, it's like literally hitting goldmine, right? Well, diagnostic yeah. generally yeah. is just a so wonderful if, place. So you're there for the mm. point that they get it right, and mm. they seem to be on the right path. They're putting up decent numbers. Um, if you're there, well done. Yeah. Uh, and I wouldn't get out. I'll see how they execute, um, maybe take some money off the table and write it. Uh, but look, the problem is I always have an issue with these kind of stocks. Once they've had that run, is to get in. Yeah. Uh, but look, you know, I don't see a lot of negatives at the moment, but it's, it's a high-risk sector. So you'd it's hold a small it. cap. I'm a hold, yep. um, and I think it looks pretty good. Yeah, when, when I first came to this, I saw, you know, a near $300 million market cap, not a lot of revenue, and just yep. $2 million bucks of cash in the bank. So it looked dicey, and I thought, well, this is not going to be any good. But as I looked into it further, I have to say, this is kind of interesting. I mean, the, the, the blood tests, the early data on this blood test is quite remarkable. This could be genuine. I mean, everyone says their technology is revolutionary and everyone would like to believe it is, but this is, this is one of those few technologies that could genu um, uh, genuinely change uh, the market and disrupt it completely. What I was really impressed by was the management and board that this little company has attracted. When you get an early stage business like this, I mean, we, we have some, some skills as analysts. We have no skills in mm. deciding whether a product like this yeah. is going to work or not. What we need to do is assess um, the people who come on board, the people who do have those skills. Are they, um, are they joining the company and is it hard to get them? Yeah. Uh, by, you know, on, that, on that basis, the, this looks very promising. I was really impressed. This is a small business. It's based on 13 years of CSIRO research and some great tech has come out of that place. Um, yeah. and really good people attached to it. Mm. I would call this intelligent speculation. Yeah, we're always talking yeah. about it. And, yep. and this is, this, if you want to speculate, this is the sort of thing. But it, it's one of those things where yeah. you just, you know, this is what I love about biotech. I, yeah. I know as a data person, 
I should take a bat and hit myself over the head because <laughs> biotechs just do not add up mm. on the numbers. Because no, just, I've been telling you for yeah, years. They yeah, don't I know, up. but that's that's the problem. On the flip side, I have, when they know, work with 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 mm. what's with my son, I've learned in how medical technology can change so many <clears throat> things, and yeah. we've learned a lot over the last decade. So when I look at these things, I go, what it could be, you know, it yeah. just it blows mining yeah. stocks out of the park yeah, yeah, yeah. because the blue sky is ridiculous. They, uh, coming out of CSIRO yes. is yeah. a big tick, isn't it? It's a big tick and after a long time. attracting good people and on it's the been, board. And it's yeah. not like they're, they're, they're actually going through the process and proving their process. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's yeah, I, I wouldn't sell. I mean, there's a roadmap, uh, there's a roadmap they have to hit that they yeah. need to get into. What's, what's difficult about, some, even if you have great technology, you need to be able to, um, attach it to insurance companies and governments yeah. to yeah. do co-payments. You need to get it into hospitals, get it into clinics. You need experience to do all of that. This is not like technology. Usually when you yeah. have good tech, the tech just runs off Sells itself. itself. Yeah. 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 This, the, the getting it into the market and getting the trust of the system is really important. Okay. So people are important. Yeah. All right. Uh, Lauren wants a view on Ampol. Of course, uh, oh, just okay. recently did a takeover of Z Energy. Mm. Yeah. Ampol, yeah, the old Caltex. Um, geez, I have not looked at this stock in a very long time. Um, um, we've made good money out of Ampol in the past, and we've done that because um, it's been mispriced in the past. And, and I think that's the way to make money out of this. This is not one of these, this is not a great quality business where you can buy it at um, an expensive price and you can sit on it and let the growth work for you. Uh, it's not a compounder. You need to buy it at a very cheap price, um, and you can make money on it that way. Um, now, price isn't always important for investments, but I think in this case it is. Um, I don't think it's there yet. There's a lot that has to happen here. So we know that fuel volumes are falling. They have been falling for 10 years. Um, the number of petrol stations in Australia peaked in 1970-something, and it's been falling dramatically ever since. The petrol stations that remain are, are super profitable, and that's... Of the, the backbone of, yep. of Caltex's um, profits. They are one of two companies that can move fuel um, all around Australia. Um, so they're strategically incredibly important, valuable asset base. This is not a company to overlook or to take lightly, but you, you, if you're gonna buy it, you have to buy it when, it's, when something goes wrong or when it's very cheap. Right. Um, yeah, if you want anything more than average returns, um, you're not gonna get them here. I'd say hold for now, but always one to, to keep an eye on. It's actually a very well managed business. And, and often, I see it often get mispriced by the market because it is more or less a retailer that gets mm. priced as an energy business or, yeah. a, or a misunderstood um, logistics stock. Uh, look, I, I'm a fan of this, uh, but at the current mm. prices, you've got to be a bit more um, um, pragmatic about it. The scale with buying that energy is good. Diversification. Yes, that is a good um, yeah. The transition, they're becoming, as Graf said, they're a retail business. Um, but they're in transition to be the new retail business of what it's going to be, you know, yeah. charging battery type technology. Now, for me, the big player was always, and I think we've spoken about it, the M&A. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's someone like an Amazon comes in and goes, it's a logistics play. You've yeah. got all the land, That's property value yeah, is high, yeah. they're mm -hmm. going to pay up to take it, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So I think at some point, someone will take them out. That's your upside. It's not cheap, but I actually thought, because I saw a lot of traffic in the suburbs, that mm -hmm. they should be doing well. Then I did my usual annoying thing. I went and talked to Petroshed people, mm. and they said, "No, the volume's actually down. Yeah. So oh, they're no. not doing yeah. that well through the lockdown period, even when there was more cars on the road. Right. So I don't think the numbers are going to be great in the next reporting season. So I'm not jumping in, but that's the upside. Upside, there's a takeover, yeah, but I think the, downs right. the yeah. downside risk is limited because yeah. of the property valuation. Mm. Um, so that'll protect them. 
And you know, th this is a good logistic play on our underlying. If you think right. about what is the hot yeah. sector right now, industrial property. This could become an industrial property because they've got all the locations, mm -hmm. yeah. right? So there is an underlying play that's hard to work out how to put into. So I'm not negative. Um, if it has a pullback, I'm a buyer. I'm a hold here for me okay. because of the risk. All right. Let's recap the first five stocks plus our stock of the day, Ordinate, which uh, the guys like on the pullback, but dribble a bit in at the moment um, because it could pull back further, but long term. Um, a really great opportunity. Um, advance uh, is a no. Advanced human imaging is a no from both. Regal a no from both. Uh, Paladin a no. Um, rhythm bioscience. Intelligent speculation. Intelligent speculative buy. I like it. Gora. That sounds good. <laughs> um, and uh, mm. and a hold from Nathan and Ampol. A hold from both. Uh, here on the call, we've been tracking our own fantasy portfolio since the 1st of July last year. Thanks to our partner, NAB Trade. Any stocks that, like Ordinate, that get two thumbs up goes into the portfolio. Uh, see how it's tracking up a third of a percent for the week, 3% for the month, uh, seven a quarter percent, almost seven and a half percent since the 1st of July. Since inception, it's up over 45% since the 1st of July last year. Uh, taking a look at some of the stocks recently added, Phineas, uh, Nickel Mines, Endeavour, uh, BetaShares Global Cybersecurity ETF, and um, Veeam, some of the stocks removed, Star Alpha, uh, Star Pharma rather, Alcidian, PointsBet, and Sandfire Resources. Uh, okay. <laughs> they always mumble in the background <laughs> when we go through that. Uh, check out all the stocks uh, in the portfolio, osbiz.co forward slash portfolio. We update it each day. Damien wants a view on Highfield Resources. Uh, Damien says, wondering if Maitham and Gaurav could look at it. Potash, uh, is, uh, is potash the right commodity? At the right end of the cost curve with quality management, Share price seems to be trending down. Also in April, Gaurav and Nathan were both not that keen on BOE, thinking the uranium will not play out, and that's on the way out. Are they still of that opinion? So, first of all, yeah, look, uh, BOE is one of the fan favourites for uranium. Is that uh, Boss? Yeah. Uh, boss, yeah. 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 Um, and look, guys who know more about it than uh, better punters than me mm. were jumping into that one. So that's mm. had a decent move. They've done well. Um, yep. So, you know, uh, credit where credit is due. Um, yeah, I struggle with the macro there. Yeah. Um, look, Highfield, though, owns, what, Potash in Spain. Spain, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. um, unfortunately, I've been following this for a while. <laughs> right. Yes, very painfully. Um, and No wonder it's down. Yes. Well, BHP got into Potash. So mm. yeah. everyone thinks, oh, Potash is the yeah, new thing. Yeah, I mean, time. they've been at it for a long time. Mm. And right. you're BHP. So you right. can afford to be there for mm. a long time. Yes. Right. This one is a play that's been mm. a play and a play and a play for a long time. You know, this is one of those classic examples of what goes wrong trying to build a mine in Europe. Mm. And, you know, everything takes longer and longer. And every time they come up with an update, everyone goes, oh, this is it, we're on. Yep. And then it goes, yeah, I'll see you next year. Um, and it just goes on and on and on. Now, I'm one of those people, I love my agri um, you know, fertilizer play, and I know Graf's gonna lose it. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think the thematic for mm. inflation and food prices are huge. Mm. Supply side disruption is massive. Mm. 
number right. of areas, massive areas have been affected by weather. Mm. And so the other areas will have to ramp up production. So these things will have a play there. Now, um, again, um, again, I've been a uh, suffering fertilizer uh, investor previous cycle. So I know when it goes off, it can be off for yeah. a long time. So you've got to be there when the cycle is working. The cycle is working right now. So don't go for the guy who's going to be producing in years to come. Go for the guy who's producing now. And that's where you get the returns. So, you know, it's hard to work out commodity cycles and then trying to line up explorers and projects to come online. This is, it's been on play for a while and it's just, I've just been looking at it for so long, I'm scarred. So yeah. Gaurav probably has a, a probably non-conflicted view a on it. cleaner view. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I look at this and go, oh my mm. God, not that again. But mm. look, it's had a bounce, but look at the long-term chart. It's mm. gone down a long time. And yeah. it, they're cashed up, they're doing the, mm. they're getting approvals, but this will take time. Okay. Yeah, look, you haven't mentioned this one to me before, Meth. It's the first time There's I've a come across why. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you haven't been in the therapy session. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's my QBE. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Don't, let's not bring that up. Um, you, to understand potash, um, potash is a, is a, it's a bit like iron ore. It's a low-value raw commodity that needs to be moved vast distances um, you have to dig up a lot of ore to get it, so it's bulk mining. And and when you come when it comes to bulk mining, bulk mining is is a logistics exercise. It's not a mining exercise. Yeah. It's, it's it's about transport, rail, infrastructure, port facilities. It's not really about your flow sheet or um, or actually mining the stuff. That's very simple. It's just basic rock digging it up. That's not hard. It's like iron ore, and that's why BHP has has focused so much on potash because it utilizes an existing skill set of theirs. Right. It utilizes a very big balance sheet. And potash is a game for big boys generally because the capital investment is normally enormous because you have right. to build all these logistic centers and rail and freight and all of that. Um, this one is a bit different. I I've not really come across a potash project with such low um, capex requirements before. And that's because it's very shallow. Generally potash, you mm -hmm. find it deep. You have to dig a long way. You have to do a lot of overburden. You have to move a lot of ore. Um, and that's why the logistics are expensive. There is potential here to have a highly profitable mine at a surprisingly low capex. Um, as I said, I've not really seen one um, quite so low. So when you compare it to, um, to Janssen, which is BHP's massive, they're talking about sort of 10, $15 billion capex, um, but a hundred year mine life. So right. it's a huge mine. This is a smallish mine, well, you might get away with a couple hundred million dollars in capex up front. Um, now, that's still a lot of money for a business of this size. And Nathan, maybe a cap raising. Uh, have they raised a lot of capital? I don't know if they have, but they're going to need they to will. or they, they have to have access some debt. I think financing is probably the biggest risk here. Um, yeah, um, Potash is attractive because it's actually a cartel. There's only three or four players in the world who account for a vast bulk and they actually control the supply the way OPEC controls the supply. So you always get managed potash prices. And yeah. if you're an outsider breaking into the cartel, you can access those high prices without having to abide by the, by the supply restraints. So BHP, I would back BHP on this. They are yeah. going to be yeah. making a mozza out of Jensen. Would you back Highfield? Uh, look, it is interesting. As I said, geologically, this actually looks very interesting. It's better than I would have thought. If so, if you had said to me, a little business is trying to do potash, I would have laughed in your face. Maybe that's why you didn't tell me. <laughs> so, and said, good luck. See the numbers? So you'd hold it. I'd hold it. And I right. think just if they can get up some funding together, I don't know what their funding situation is like. If they get funding together, this would be more interesting. Uh, so numbers, hold it for now, watch numbers it. Numbers look good five years ago. Yeah, right. 
and it's got better. Okay. But it's just getting over the okay. line. Okay. That's right. the problem. Yeah, mm. you're scarred. All yeah. right. <laughs> um, Giselle, yeah. on uh, a view on Spectre. Giselle says, mm. on a trip down to Shelley Beach in Manly, mm. on the weekend I came across a new type of shark alarm on the beach, and upon further research, Giselle, you're sounding like Nathan. And uh, upon further research, <laughs> he, does, for you. he does all this. Uh, I found out it was built by the company Spectre. I've got no idea how to decide for the financials for this company. I'd love to get the analyst's opinion on the company product financials. Uh, Australian-based developer of mm. security surveillance and warning solutions, powered by powered by Solar. Yeah. Um, it's an interesting. First of all, I just love how you come across this. This, yeah. is, this, is, this is the this way is. to come across stocks, really. The way ideas are all around you, and yes. all you have to do is pay attention to the world Keep around you. Keep your eyes you. open. Keep your eyes open. Yeah. Just I a, just love that. Just be a sad person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of the things my wife... Giselle, I'm sure you're not as sad as these two. That's sad in a good way, yeah. <laughs> one of the things my wife and I often do is just go into shopping centres and try and figure out a new business. Like We would stand there and watch and yeah. think, okay, what do you think the revenue is? What do you think the costs are? And we and, have a game. And, and, and I thought like I was a boy. Yeah, yeah. Gee, <laughs> that's the laugh, so, isn't it? I, I was, the two of them yeah. go into a shopping centre and work out. Yeah, so yeah, between yeah. my wife, uh, yeah. my daughter, and me, we sit at restaurants and we work out the margins. Uh, uh, that's what, great. Where do you that's get great. what? Where, why would you substitute? What's the better? Product? I can't wait till my you son too. is old enough to do that. All right. Okay. <laughs> anyway, sorry. What do you think of the spectre? I love that. Um, look, it, it's just too early. This is an interesting yeah. product. What they do is they've. Um, They've got a whole bunch of different um, products and they've kind of made one utility pole out of it. So, you know, usually uh, councils will put up signs or they'll put up um, uh, traffic signals or, um, uh, or video cameras um, in various locations. And what this does, this actually puts all those functions in the, in the one, one asset, yeah. the one pole. Um, as you said, David, it runs it off solar yeah. and you can add, add you can customize what features you want. You can have audio, um, video, you can have actually connected um, or, or integrated to other assets around the area. So you can actually do a lot with this. So far, it's a very early stage business. They don't have a lot of revenue so far. Um, it's a founder led company, which is which is nice to see. Yes. But um, I guess I'm skeptical because the final seller is a council. This may this product actually may add a lot of value. But councils aren't necessarily it, uh, all about adding value to their yeah. to the yeah, local yeah. people. You know, yeah. if this is a private business and it inferred some sort of competitive advantage, they would jump all over this, yeah. and that value created would be captured by the company. Right. I'm just not sure the value created by this product will be captured by the company because the councils may not be willing to pay it. Right. Um, so I just be you can keep it on your watch list. Um, uh, and if 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 the sales are gaining momentum, it's probably worth another look. But until then, I would stay away. I wouldn't speculate on this one. Yeah, look, I agree. Um, it, it's again, it's great stock. I never would have seen yeah, it. Yeah, we never received yeah. it either. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I've been doing enough time to manly. Um, <laughs> yeah. The interesting part, uh, like the, the, I suppose one of the risks is cap raising. Um, yeah. Looking at the numbers, they probably need to raise in the next six months. So, you know, you don't want to jump until that's done. It's still struggling with monetizing what it is, and mm. I think part of that is your customer base. If your customer yeah. base is government yeah. and local council. It's just mm. a slow grind, and they're not driven by uh, a margin or cost cutting. They're just driven by oh, why do I have to bother? Mm. So it's it's a slow process. Mm. It's been listed since twenty seventeen, yeah. so that sort of gives you an yeah, idea. Yeah, it's a slow, okay. slow grind. But I have yeah. to admit, they the market is starting to pay attention to it. Mm. There's a bit mm. more play in it, but yeah, again, I, I need to see some numbers okay. that hit the road. But look, it's definitely one to keep on the list, and again, another one that I, I would be adding to keep and and see how things play out. But look. It's, it's, 
it's in the right spot. It, it potentially could become one of those because the way you described it, right, it has a, a, a platform and then mm. it can add, add products yeah, to yeah, it. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love that stuff yeah. Yeah. because when you have that, your growth story continuously yep. evolves oh, that's right, as yeah. you need have new things. So, you know, like we're building a submarine. Look, in 20 years time, there, people won't be on submarines. It'll be all drones going in through the water, right? And so these kind of things would be maybe uh, warning signs yep. and all of those mm. things. So there's so many things you could do with it. Mm. So yeah, definitely okay, one to keep an eye on. Keep an eye on. Uh, Josh wants a view, Nathan, on Fluence Corporation. <laughs> Josh says, hoping Nathan and Gaurav's expert uh, view. Uh, the lack of share price movement is conf confusing me. Uh, this is Josh. Uh, announced a $8.5 million contract, US dollar, uh, for their technology to be sold to a Cambodian water treatment plant. Market hasn't reacted at all, really confuses me, represents almost 10% of the company's market cap. Uh, fluences in uh, water recycling and, and clean water. Yeah, I, I hate to think how growth's gonna go on this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh look, hmm. again, I followed this for a long time, mm. and you look at it and go, "It should do better." Yes, yes. Yeah. You should be better. Yeah. It is not. All right. <laughs> right. And and they win contracts. They get lots of contracts. Asian contracts. Chinese contracts. Yeah. You know, you get one of the mining stocks writing an MOU about, "I'll you know I'll do this random thing that never actually happens," and stock price goes up 30 40 percent. These yeah. guys can do Chinese contracts. Does nothing to the share price. Yeah. The contracts are a bit, bit on the side that it's not converting into revenue and it's taking longer and longer and longer. They're rolling over new, new, new contracts, it's just not delivering. So it's one of those ones where I wanna be late to this one. I yeah. wanna actually see the numbers run through before jumping in. I know a number of people in the market have started to turn positive on it and talked mm. about this stock for okay. a while in the All last right. six to right. 12 months. It's been in the media cycle, mm. but it just hasn't executed enough for me. And it's been around a long time. It's not something that's just turned up in the mm. last couple of years. It's been there for a number of years and you know raised a lot of money. So in that context, I'm not jumping in. Again, it's it's got great things, but that hasn't converted. So having yeah. great things doesn't make a good business or a good investment. Yeah. So right. wait for it to hit the road. Yeah, it is a very good example of, of why you shouldn't be necessarily chasing themes. Because yeah. if you were chasing a theme, this would look wonderful. I mean, who, in water treatment and uh, water recycling. These are and things the, that should just be going to jump well. in. I think water is one of the massively yeah. underrated resources going into the next couple of decades. Yeah. So, you know. No, I agree with that. What's, and, the, uh, other, what's the other Worcester one? Uh, not Foslock. Enviro uh, Sweep, I think. Uh, no. The water business? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's what, a. Uh, clean one that um, Lawrence Friedman was. Oh, not the one I Equity Link. Yeah. Um, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it'll come to me. It'll come back. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we've actually uh, looked at it's this. It's been terrible too. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it comes it's to mind. It's a tough thing. Because uh, you look at the sector and go, oh, it you know, makes cleaning sense. up waterways yeah. yeah. should yeah. be great. It's exactly. a great commodity, yeah. should be doing better. Yeah, yeah. And, and actually the, the financial performance of the business, as Nathan says, one of the interesting things about this company, it's been around for a long time, got a long record of operating performance, and it's a sorry record. Um, I don't quite understand why it doesn't really work, but the I think you're right about the accounting. That there seems to be um, some contract accounting at play here, and it the revenue doesn't translate into cash flow. The the revenue is all over the place. The cash flow is all over the place. I think it's very um, uh, it's it's very contract led. 
Yep. Um, and every contract should actually be generating margin. This is not necessarily a scale business where you're waiting to hit some scale point and then you suddenly make money. But the margins here are abysmal. I mean, we're talking sub 10% net profit margins for a, a pretty, um, a lot of capital deployed and, and a, a technology heavy application. I would have expected higher margins. Now, the fact that margins are so low tells you that yep. it's not all that valuable to the end customer or there's a lot of competition in the industry. Um, they're actually selling, and they do often sell um, all their uh, country operations routinely. They have about four country operations that they that are for sale at the moment, yeah. and I've seen this happen routinely. And it also tells me that they haven't got their business model quite right yet. Maybe it's the pricing, maybe it's the contracts. Something's not working in this business yet. Yeah. Um, I would avoid it for, for now, yeah. and and take this as a lesson. A good idea is not a good business. Yeah. Um, it's worth looking at, but but avoid. Yeah, Foslock is the name. Ah, yes, of the other one. yes. Yeah. And it was yes, uh, got dubbed by yeah. some Chinese yeah, yeah. customers that As did I said, a lot of. If you're a miner, you come yeah. up with an MOU that never happens. Mm. Stock price yeah. goes up thirty yeah, percent. Yeah. These guys come up with deal after deal, nothing happens. Yeah, yeah. Tells mm. you something. That was dollar fifty at the end of twenty nineteen, mm. and it's now twenty five cents. Oh wow! So yeah. that whole sector, no one seems to have um, yeah. actually cracked it. Mm. All right. Um, Sibmec, uh, Lambertus wants a view on uh, construction and engineering mm. company. I'd never heard of this before, and I was shocked to learn how large this company is. <laughs> They've got um, one or two billion dollars of, of work under construction, of construction under work, sorry, and they are building some of the biggest um, resource and infrastructure projects in Australia, and I'd never yeah. heard of them. I was very yeah. surprised. Um, I, look, I have to say, I, this is not a sector I like, um, and the reasons for that, I think most people would understand. Yeah. You, you take, it's a bit of a black box. You take on a contract, you don't know what, your, what the margin is going to be. You hope that you can do it at a price. You don't know if you will. Your competition is incentivized to win work and will always try and bid on price. There is so much discretion in this game. You can actually almost pick your profit number yeah. by um, taking on project work. Contract accounting, you need to understand that if you're buying this because that makes a big difference to your outcome. All that under consideration, this is much better than I thought it was going to be. Mm. Um, the, the, what I've liked, first of all, is that they put return on capital at the forefront of yeah. their presentations. So it's like a Monodelphus yeah. I'd say that Monodelphus is more of a white, uh, sort of a blue collar um, right. leasing business, almost a labor right. hire company. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot more assets at play here. Mm. They have really, they have a lot a of capital tied up. Good this is okay business. This is a good, good business. Oh, look, I wouldn't call it well, a good, good for business. For a sector that's a yeah, This is better than yeah. I thought. This is actually, yeah, I've never They've actually it. run the largest engineering plan in Australia, in out of mm. WA and in Perth. I had mm. no idea about yeah. it. So thank you for the, for the uh, watcher for um, bringing this to our attention. Um, look, uh, I think it's very well managed. Returns on capital were surprisingly good. Uh, cash flow is surprisingly good. And cash flow in a business like this yeah. uh, really shows nice. you the skill of management because managing cash in this kind of business is really hard. Yeah. Um, look, there's, you need to do a lot of work on these companies because so much there's so much fiddling and so much discretion. Yeah. You'd really need to do a lot of work. I haven't done that work. I can't put it as a buy. But this is one of the few companies in the industry I would look at again. Um, okay. I put it on the watch list, watch keep list. it as a hold. Um, okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not too bad. Yeah, oh, look, I agree. Mm. Um, I've never heard of it. Me neither. Um, but it's, yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's yeah. a shocking sector, right? Yeah. Um, given yeah. the commodity prices where they are, services companies should be doing really well, mm. but they've been a mess. CapEx in most of the big players have been actually falling. It's yeah. negative growth. Mm. But that's starting to turn mm. on for me on the numbers. Okay. Yeah. So mining services mm. is worthwhile looking. Everyone will look at it All because right. it's cheap. But 
it's one where I think they're good. Um, and the dogs to look at in as Matrix and Mermaid Marine, yeah. they've turned. So when the dogs are barking, these guys will do better, right? <laughs> so look, if you're holding it, hold on. Um, yep. it, it's still cheap, All right. but you know, just- We gotta quickly get through yeah, the final yeah. one. Sure. Yep. Uh, Tom wants a view, Nathan, on Wiser. Uh, the FinTech lender just um, announced another round of funding, $225 million to bring down its- Good business, yep. good mm. management. Mm. It's about the lending book. Yep. If the lending book keeps growing, they should be doing well. Um, look, it, they've done well, uh, there's a bit of profit taking. If it comes back, I'd buy into it. Okay. Uh, I, I suspect where they are in the, where we are in the bond yield cycle, they should be doing better. So I think Wiser will do quite well. Okay, so what would you, what would it need to pull back to? Oh, look, uh, if, you, if you get it in the mid to lower 20s, right. I'm jumping in. Okay. Uh, look, I actually agree with most of that. This is actually not a bad business. And in fact, um, there's a whole bunch of interesting newish businesses in this sector. What's happened is that the banks have pulled out, mm. but yes. they're actually providing funding. So you can think of all these companies as being de facto distribution channels for bank capital. So they don't want the direct credit risk. Yeah. Exactly. Happy to give it to Wiser and go. And, and, and take, yes. exactly. This is shadow yeah. banking. Yeah. And, and these guys are actually quite good at it. There's a whole bunch mm. of them. Um, we own Money okay. Me in this sector. I, I wouldn't, look, this is fine. There's no problem with this. I actually think the price is okay now as well. I just, you don't want to own too many of these because the blow up risk is quite high with any one of these yeah, companies. When it goes wrong, it goes wrong. When it goes wrong, yep. Um, I prefer Money Me. I have a look at right. that. I think that's a better business. Right. Um, yep. So I buy that, but this is fine too. Okay. Mm. So hold it if you've got it. Hold it if you've got it. Okay. Mm. All right, let's just recap the final five stocks Highfield, a no, Spectra, a no, Fluence, a no, uh, Sibmec, put on the watch list as a hold from both Maitland and Gorab and a hold for Wiser as well. Gorab uh, in this space would prefer Money Me. It's been a delight to have you both in the studio. It's yeah, been it's fantastic. Been, it's been great Thank to be here. Thanks. It's been great. Uh, next time, we should, we'll go to lunch after. <laughs> so to make it even better afternoon. Back to <laughs> elasticated pants. <laughs> <then>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it mm. for our show for today. If you'd uh, like us to cover any stocks, put them in an email, thecaller.ausbiz.com.au or um, through uh, Twitter using the at TV handle. Reminder, all the uh, stocks in the calls portfolio, osbiz.co forward slash portfolio. See you same time tomorrow for another edition of The Call. Thank <laughs> you.